Welcome, friends, to another episode of the Slasher Sanitarium. This is episode two of the new Showtime show, Yellow Jackets. Let's go ahead and get things started off here. The episode starts mid-plane crash. We see Van punching the top of the plane because her oxygen mask doesn't deploy. She doesn't have a lot of luck. Uh, She's also at the very rear of the first-class section of the plane, and the flight attendant tries to grab onto a drink cart which is in the middle of the aisle. As the plane tips forward, the drink cart rolls up to the cockpit as Aquila and Laura grab hands. The pilots call out speed break and yell to dump fuel. As they near the trees, we hear a phone ring and we cut to Misty, alone in a room while her phone, shaped like lips, rings. I have to say, so I've never been in a plane crash. Um, Fingers crossed that that never happens. Um, But the sheer panic that they display... Every time that they show the plane crash, I feel is um, probably pretty spot on for how things would actually be. Um, so this, uh, we don't really get exactly when this is with Misty, but she's got braces on. So it's got to be quite a while ago, probably like a year or two before um, the, uh, the plane crash. She answers it and gets all excited. And someone named Becky calls her. And she says Robbie Delgado was telling everyone that she did anal in the janitor's closet. Missy says she's never been in the janitor's closet. And Becky asks, well, where did you do it then? Misty claims she's never done anal. And Becky asks if she loves anal. And then Becky says Misty wishes someone would do anal with her because she's too ugly to find a victim. Misty then quotes Plato to her as we flash back to after the plane has crashed. So, um, this episode is a Misty-centric episode. Not to say that we don't show other people, but it's definitely... Um, if the the first episode, I, I guess, was Shauna's. Yeah, I would say that the first episode definitely featured more of Shauna. And so this one features more of Misty. And I'm wondering if they're going to keep doing that kind of uh, choosing someone to focus on each one, or if they're going to um, kind of just go to, you know, getting little bits of each each people. Um, I don't know that we've seen this Becky person at all. Um, I think it might just be kind of a one-off just to show how uh, shitty people were to Misty. Uh, so after the plane crashes, Misty puts her glasses on, and we hear people wailing. Uh, She sees the piece of wreckage that went through the seat next to her and went all the way through and into the throat of a blonde girl sitting in front of her. Uh, So that girl is dead. She was not named, and we didn't see her in the first episode at all. Uh, Any time we saw Misty, it was only her seat that we saw. Uh, But it is rather interesting, of course, that (laughs) if she was sitting in the seat next to her, which was empty, 
she'd be dead. Misty ducks under that, and then she sees the flight attendant fully engulfed in flames as she falls to the ground. I'm pretty sure this is the flight attendant based on the hairstyle that uh, that we saw. And not that you could see a whole lot of her, because she was obviously fully engulfed in flames, but uh, generally it seemed like it was. Um, yeah, so... I still don't know if there was more than one flight attendant, and and I thought that there was a blonde one, but maybe this was, that was a different. Maybe that actually actually was one of the things because their uniforms look kind of similar to the varsity jackets that they wear. Um, but yeah, and, and but it seems like she was the one who was reaching for the the drink cart, and then she must have fallen to the back of the plane. Misty finds the emergency exit and starts to put to try to push it open. Uh, she's got. No luck in getting it. So Aquila uh, runs up and uh, helps out up Mari. Uh, then uh, a couple of the other girls, Taisa goes to help Misty with the with the door. We see Nat is stuck for a moment, but she's able to get out pretty quickly. Uh, Jackie tries to wake Shauna up as the we see the plane continue to burn. Uh, on their way out, we hear Van yelling, and she is stuck in her seat. And of course, since she is at the the back where we just saw the flaming stewardess fires coming towards her. Shauna says that they have to help her as the other woman women leave the plane. Shauna tries to help Van, but Jackie pulls Shauna away from her, and Jackie and Sa- and Shauna get out as we presume that Van burns to death. And we get a look around. We see Lottie standing around in shock. Uh, there's a girl in a pink skirt who I didn't recognize. Um, we see someone carrying Travis out, and then Laura, Laura is carrying Mari out. Misty is walking around and, and runs to help Laura. The back of the plane blows out as Shauna yells that they have to go back inside. Thaisa then grabs Lottie and asks if she knows where Van is. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Um... Not just because of the fact that we know that Thaisa um, obviously is in a lesbian relationship, but it seemed interesting that that was the person that she immediately was asking for. Um, So I don't know if there's something between them two, or if it's maybe that Thaisa just has a thing for Van and and hasn't expressed it to her, or what. Maybe we'll see that in the future. Um, Because as we know, there are other people that are on the plane that are dead, uh, the girl in the seat. Uh, obviously, she wouldn't have a flight attendant, but yeah. She asks Travis as well, and we hear someone scream for help. Misty hears Coach Ben yelling before she goes to the front of the plane and finds the pilot dead. She rounds a corner, and we get a quick shot of the co-pilot also dead in the seat. So they're both dead on impact. Misty runs up to find Coach Ben under a part of the plane, and his right leg is trapped. So here is sort of our second injury to a right leg. Obviously, Allie is the first one. And now we have Coach Ben also with his, uh, uh, his leg hurt. Misty and others grab the wreckage and lift as Misty pulls Coach Ben free. And we see that right below his knee, his leg is completely crushed. Mari pukes and Misty walks away. I 
I don't know the the budget for this show, but whatever it is, they're using it very wisely because obviously, you know, you you've got the special effects of, you know, the plane crash and everything like that and and the fire, but the the way that coach Ben's leg looks is so fucking gross and it's great. Sean and Jackie walk up to find coach Ben as Jackie says, there's nothing we could do. And then Van peers in front of them. I was so happy to see Van alive because I like her character. <laughs> and she says, surprise. And then Taisa hugs Van from behind. We see a little glance of Van to Jackie, obviously because the team leader left her to die. That'll be an interesting thing going forward. Misty walks up with an axe and proceeds to chop Ben's leg off. Uh, she then takes off her belt and tourniquets Ben's leg. Probably should have done that the opposite way, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, then she asks for help getting Ben moved. Back in 2021, and we see Misty and some dude on a date. She then lists a bunch of things that seem random at first. She says, like, escalators, steamed clams, knuckles. And then she says, well, enough about me. What turns you on? I love me some Christina Ricci. Just the little bit there tells you everything you need to know about Misty and how fucking weird she is. Stan, who is her date, uh, tries to leave saying that he has to get up early and Misty's like, oh, I thought you got fired. He gets flustered and tries to explain it away, but then he just says, yeah, yeah, I, I can stay for one more drink. We already saw a little bit of Misty's uh, manipulation in the first episode, and this kind of just continues to reinforce it. Uh, so obviously, that's always been a part of her. And uh, yeah, we'll continue to see where that takes us in the future, or in the past for this matter. Back in 1996, and Misty is, show is showing Thaisa and Matt how to tie a tourniquet with a sweater. Akila is trying to wrap up Travis's hurt arm, and she asks Misty how she knows how to do all this first aid stuff. And Misty says that she has taken the first, the Red Cross babysitter's course twice. So, obviously, in the future, she becomes a nurse as well. So this is, you know, she she has a a knack for helping people, even though I don't know that she was particularly helpful to the original woman that she was taking care of. But yeah, yeah. Misty says they need to find some alcohol to cleanse Ben's leg. She asks if there was any on the drink cart, but Lottie says there was none because soda was cheaper. Which is interesting, considering that her dad is rich and chartered a private plane and then skimped on other things. Not that they should have had a bunch of alcohol on there, obviously, because it's all underage kids. But the, uh, the coach was there, and so was Ben. Laura says maybe somebody brought some contraband, and they all look over at Nat. But she says she's stashed in her bag, which is on the plane. Van finds some nail polish remover, and Jackie starts to claim that it's hers, but then shuts up. Misty pours some onto Ben's wound. Ben asks how bad it is, and Misty's about to tell him, uh, but then Thaisa stops her. So interesting that uh, how quickly Jackie's facade of leader sort of crumbles once it's actually the like, important things that she has to do. You know, she doesn't try to save her teammate instead tries to save Sean or her friend 
and here like she her instant reaction to you know we need to use something for somebody whose leg just got chopped off it's for her to kind of complain about it so yeah 2021 and shauna calls her daughter she asks her to defrost the chuck for dinner very midwest thing uh callie is vaping and asks what it looks like and shauna smartassly says that the freezer looks like a small refrigerator on top of the other refrigerator but then she rear ends this dude the front of her minivan is dragging on the ground she gets out and as soon as the dude driving the car gets out she asks him who taught him how to drive <laughs> then uh proceeds to call him an asshole I don't, just a, a very like, and they, they have kind of a back and forth where Sean asks him if he's like being adorable and if that works for him. And the guy's like, you are so angry and yet so wrong. Like, this is clearly your fault. But he says, we don't have to get insurance involved and asks her for a pen. So he writes down a number on her arm for a body shop, and he says his name is Adam, and he then has her write her number onto his arm. Cut to Shauna and Jeff in therapy, and the therapist asks how's the sex. They both hesitate, which is never a good sign. Jeff again says it's the inventory of database, which is keeping him late at work. Sure it is. The therapist says marriage lives in the heart and dies in a crouch. She tells them to go home this weekend and fuck, and also to maybe play out a fantasy. Jeff seems interested in this. Shauna says, no fucking way. Misty is being driven home by Stan, and she still, she tells Stan he can come inside, and he yet again hesitates. She says he can meet Caligula, but we don't know what that is yet. She says it's because he doesn't think she's pretty that he's refusing to go inside, and if he thought she was pretty, he would come inside. Just more manipulation. He does wind up coming inside, and apparently Caligula is her bird. So that's definitely a name choice. They walk in, she turns on the light, and we find Nat holding a gun to her face. Stan says, fuck this shit, I'm out. And he leaves. Nat says, hello, you crazy fucking bitch. Matt asks if she knows why she is there, and Missy says, the postcard. So we see that Nat was given a postcard, or sent a postcard, of a mountain range with the words, wish you were here. And on the back is a symbol. Uh, I'm going to try my best at, at this one. If you haven't watched the episode, which I'm sure most of you have, um, it essentially is a person, but it's a circle on top of a triangle, and they're what are look to be arms hanging off the side, and then like a second arm on the left side and then there's a line going from the right side across to the bottom of the triangle that kind of resembles to make it look like it's only got one leg which is another kind of motif of like is it missing a leg uh then there's like a small hook at the base of the triangle um so if you would flip it upside down i guess it kind of looks like it's somebody like the you know the first girl that we see hung upside down and bled out um in a way but yeah, we'll go, I'm sure we'll get more of an explanation to what the fuck this symbol is, but uh, it is important. Misty um, asks what it means, and then she goes and gets her own postcard that she received a week ago. They have a conversation in regards to it. 
um, where essentially um, Misty says that it's nothing, and Nat says, well, it's it seems like it's a threat. Uh, and then Misty says, well, who do you think did it? Because I have a few suspects. And she pulls a big-ass binder. They head to the bar, and Nat downs a shot and drinks some Pabst Light. Misty explains that she's part of a true crime community, where they all try to help like pull resources together and, and solve crimes, and apparently part of that is how she's getting her research. Um, so, as she pulls out her big pile of evidence, uh, Nat grabs and starts looking through it. We see a wedding announcement, but I couldn't figure out whose wedding announcement it was for. Uh, but she finds a uh, photocopy of a driver's license for Travis Martinez. So now we know that Travis survives in the wilderness. Missy says he clearly didn't want to be found. And then a bartender gives Nat a drink and says it's from the gentleman over there. And apparently it's her drink of choice. Up walks some guy and it is Kevin Tan. Kevin Tan, of course, is the guy who hangs out with Nat in the past, the kind of taller, gothy-looking guy. Missy says hi to Kevin, but he just kind of blows her off. And Nat says it's nice to see him, and Nat says that it's a bad time, so Kevin leaves his card, which says Detective Kevin Tan. Interesting. Misty comments about how hot geek or hot goth freak Kevin Tan got, and if she would have known, you know. Nat walks away with the Travis info, and Misty grabs Kevin's card. Back in 1996, and Misty is helping another unnamed survivor get her arm in a sling. Akila tells Thaisa and Nat how awesome Misty is, and Javi goes looking for his dad. He tries to get back on the plane, which obviously wouldn't be a great idea right now. And Nat runs and finds Travis. And tells him that Javi is trying to get back on the plane looking for their dad, Coach Martinez. Travis says, the door ripped open while they were going down, and the dad was trying to help one of the idiots put on their mask. Now, we saw Shauna wake up as somebody was putting her mask on, so potentially it's her. You know, she was uh, high on, on Valium, so... That's a potential person it could be, and, and the coach would be kind of the likely candidate to run up there and start throwing masks on people. But, of course, you know, he got sucked out of the plane, so they just kind of assume he's dead. Nat tells Travis to go help his brother, and Travis tells her to mind your own fucking business. Back in 2021, and Thaisa arrives home. Her wife is not very happy. Thaisa says she brought food for lunch tomorrow to make up for it and dessert because she missed dinner. Sammy takes Manny, his doll, which is creepy as fuck, and they go and watch TV as his mom's talk. Thaisa missed parent-teacher conferences, and the teacher says that Sammy has issues making friends, and Ty says, well, are we sure the other kids don't suck? Which is a valid question. Thaisa questions if putting him in public school was a mistake, her wife says it was the right call because uh, part of her platform is education, and if and just because they could bail on the public system doesn't mean they should. So, kind of using their child for political gain to an extent. 
Back over to Jeff and Shauna, and they begin to get undressed. That doesn't tell you what the issues are. Like, they don't even help each other get undressed. They're on opposite sides of the bed and just, like, getting naked. It's just... Yeah. Jeff says they should try to do the fantasy. He wants Shauna to pretend to be a customer at the store. Shauna questions this, but she says she'll give it a try. She decides to leave her clothes on because she wouldn't go shopping without them. And Jeff puts a shirt back on. And Shauna starts with, pardon me, and kind of shakes it off a little bit. Then she adopts a British accent for no reason. And then Jeff then tries to start it off and, and does a pretty decent job. And then Shauna says her name is Tabitha. But then Tabitha says that she has a return, which Jeff questions why she would have a return. And Shauna says, well, her armor was too big, but then kind of says she feels stupid. Jeff gets upset and then sees a phone number on her arm. And then she chooses this time to tell him that she got into an accident and Jeff gets pretty pissed with the fact that she didn't lead with that earlier. He proceeds to leave the room and says he's going to go jerk off and watch TV. Like, wow, you are just going to turn that down. All right. 1986, and Jackie says Van hates her now. Well, no shit, you left her to die. Jackie claims she was saving Shauna, which is questionable, because it didn't seem like that fire was affecting Shauna at that point. Lottie finds her bag, but says there is only one, and there should be another one. I think we know why it's important to find her stuff. Laura finds a bag and grabs a stuffed bear out of it. She looks at the bear after hugging it, and a drop of blood falls on it. Another hits her forehead. And surprise, we found Coach Martinez. He is up in a tree. So we see that he has a branch through his chest. Uh, he is bleeding pretty heavily. And we don't know if he's alive or dead at this point. Jackie proceeds to ask who has the best arm, which Mari says is herself. And she wants to throw things at Coach to see if he's still alive. Taisa questions why she would want to throw rocks at him, and Jackie says, not rocks, just like a shoe or something. Van says, that's a good idea. You're on fire today. Oh, wait, that was supposed to be me. Taisa obviously doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, because only Van, Shauna, and Jackie know what happened on the plane. Travis sees his dad, and he freaks out and starts climbing the tree. Missy arrives with a bunch of clothes that she tries to fashion into a uh, parachute to catch them if they fall. Travis climbs out onto the branch his dad is on, and just as it starts to fall, you see Coach Martinez lift his arm up. He falls out of the tree and hits the ground, and now he is for sure dead. Uh, but he seemed to be alive a second ago. Whether he was going to survive or not from the injuries, it's a question, but yeah, he is he's uh, dead as shit now. We then see the symbol from the postcard carved into the same tree he fell from, meaning that it was there before they arrived, because I'm pretty sure none of them had a chance to go over there and etch that one out while they were running around. Uh, it also looks pretty fresh. So, I don't know if that means that the show will eventually take a, like, supernatural turn of events, and, like, that's a thing, or if it's just that there are other people already there. Um, 
and maybe it's just a coincidence it was the tree that he fell on or because the fact it took him a little bit to find him there's always a possibility that whoever it might be out there in the canadian wilderness might have saw him and marked that for later i don't know i guess we will find out I, there's literally no information on it other than what we're seeing here 2021 and Taisa is ready to go read to sammy she asks if he if he still has his sheets up over the window and her wife says he does Sammy says he's bored of reading, so Thais instead does a shadow puppet show with him. She does a bunny, thus continuing our themes of bunnies in the show. Then she does a a wolf and has a flash of a wolf leaping at her face. And kind of like has a little PTSD flashback. So that's great. Now we're going to introduce wolves to the show uh, that I'm sure... They'll definitely won't have any issue with anybody getting bit by a wolf or anything of that. Sammy asks if she is okay, and she opens the windows, and the windows are covered with drawings. Thais asks why he did that, and Sammy says, so the lady in the tree can't watch me. So some of the pictures that you can see are a hole-like pit, um, which may be a reference to the first scene. Uh, three people standing over a bed what looks like a red eye, a bunch of different colored eyes, um, which might be also from that first scene because we saw a couple of eyes etched into trees as she was running. Uh, and then we have what looks like maybe Misty. She tells him to tell her what he means and he just says, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. So again, this is where it's like, is he going to be like a psychic or is there going to be something weird with him? Or is he just kind of a weird fucking kid? Or did he, does he know more about what happened out there? Or I don't know. Um, I don't think that I would like them to go that route. I'd rather them stay with things being more grounded and realistic than to start going into like, you know, any kind of like supernatural shit or creatures or anything like that. I'd, I'd rather keep it, keep it, uh, 100. Shauna gets a call from Adam. He says she never called the shop, and the guy who owed him a favor at the shop was actually him because he works there. He offers to fix her car for free in exchange for a date, which Shauna turns down. It's a little sketchy. He says he thought that she was the type of person who didn't play by the rules. She asks what he means, and she says sorry and hangs up. So, it's interesting because. That's a weird thing to say. Um, and you start to think of, like, was their incident together all that random? And the more I started to think about it, the more I was like, you know, there's a couple of side people in the future here who we keep seeing, and they keep being close to our survivors. And it'll be, and, and is it that just, you know, that there's other people in our lives? Or are they somehow connected? Is is Adam, you know, there to keep track of Shauna? Just like, you know, we saw the guy at the rehab facility that uh, we kept getting shots of and didn't really get anything else of. Uh, I don't know. But it'll be interesting. And, and I feel like Adam is not just some random dude. I feel like there's probably a little something more to him. 
Uh, rather, he's... I don't know that he would be one of the survivors growing up. The other, I mean, the only person he could be is Javi, and I don't think it's that, because I feel like Shauna would recognize him, even 25 years later. But he could potentially be a brother of one of the people there, because it doesn't seem like they know everybody there. Um, or, like I said, or he's just nobody. I don't know. We'll see. Shauna figures out that her daughter forgot to take out the meat, and she sees a bunny in her garden again. So she does what any normal person would do in that situation. She grabs a butcher knife and kills the bunny, and then guts it and skins it. Yeah. So, I guess rabbit's on the menu tonight. In 1996, everyone carries Coach Martinez's body back to the plane, and Nat shares her flask with Travis, which she claimed was in her bag on the plane. Interesting. Uh, in 2021, Nat is drinking while wearing the shortest robe I've ever seen, and of course, no pants. She calls the number Misty has for Travis. Uh, he answers, but as soon as she says his name, he says, you have the wrong number, and hangs up. So, obviously, he is somebody who does not want to remember anything about the past, and uh, they already established that he doesn't want to be found. So... Having Nat call him out of the blue, probably not great, but, you know. Back with Shauna and her family, and they're all eating the stew made with fresh rabbit. Jeff gets pissed when both Shauna and Kelly appear to not be paying attention to him. Kelly says there's nothing new at school, and Jeff says the chili's really good. Is it a new recipe? And Shauna says, yeah, I killed a rabbit and skinned it chin to anus. Jeff and Kelly both think she's just being weird and don't believe her. Which sort of calls in to question if that's a, a recurring motif. We, we keep sort of seeing, you know, like the council of people um, that, you know, wind up eating the girl, but none of them seem to be present for that actual event. So is, is that a growing motif that maybe Misty was feeding them people and they didn't know that she was? I don't know. That one's a little flimsier of a, an idea I had than others, but it could be. Back in 1906, on the plane, we see the coach, the two pilots, and I think the flight attendant is also lying on the ground, uh, while the woman is still in her seat with the piece of wreckage through her chest, or neck. They cover the bodies with the Yellow Jackets banner, which is sad. And Lottie finds a small pink box and grabs her pills. She dry swallows one of them, and we see that she has... Oh, a good seven left. So, yeah, that's not a good, not a good sign. Shauna looks at Javi and then says they will be rescued by morning. Jackie says maybe they should conserve some food in case it takes some time. Van, who is of course eating, says, "Oh, you want to save the corn nuts?" This is why I've, I'm starting to really like Van character, Van's character because of just how salty she is about being left for dead, which obviously, yes, by, by all means she should be, but I just love the little digs she keeps taking at Jackie. Taisa walks up to Mari and asks if she's okay, and Mari says it looks like it did Ellie a big favor by breaking her leg. Uh, hurtful, but accurate. Back in 2021, and Jeff is doing um, some work at home when Shauna walks up, and she says she's in the market for a new bed. 
She was looking for something king-sized, and that she needs it to be sturdy, so they'll need to test it out. Callie is off at Kyle's, so, uh, you know, Sean and Jeff start making out. She continues to prevent him from, like, taking the lead on things. Which I thought was interested, and I don't know if that's um, kind of her finally starting to take charge a little bit more. Um, considering that it seems like she's sort of been kind of just laying back and letting other people do things for her. But we'll see. In 1996, we see the girls all around a fire that Nat started, and Laura starts crying. She says this is all her fault because she did something really bad. She kept screwing up her piano lessons and kept getting yelled at. Her teacher kept yelling F-sharp at her, which is the name of this episode, and she called her a bad word in her head. God heard her, and now they're all being punished for her actions. Van asks what she called her, while trying to hold back laughter, and Laura says she called her a cunt. Everyone starts laughing, with Misty notably being the last to join in, sort of sort of doing that um, sociopathing of not really knowing what emotion to use at that point, and having to like look at other people and figure out what what they are doing in order to fit in. Lottie says she steals shitty clothes from TJ Mask, Max, sorry, and then returns them, and she gets store credit, which she never uses. She has over a thousand TJ bucks. Misty puts an axe into the fire, and Jackie says she would sneak downstairs when everyone else was asleep so she could watch the color of night and pause it on Bruce Willis's wang. She says, you yeah, know, Jeff is nice, but, you know, Bruce has got that uh, thing. Taisa says that's why they crashed. That's definitely it. Misty grabs the glowing red axe and walks off. She uncovers Ben's leg and tells him that his leg is gone. And she has to stop the bleeding, so she then cauterizes his stump. He screams right before it's Shauna's turn to tell her big secret, which, I mean, pick one at this point. Ugh. That one was a little rough, and it's it's interesting to watch Misty in the background. She does a lot of um, acting without being the focal point, and just how nonchalantly she just kind of drops the axe in the fire and waits for it, and then just kind of gets up and leaves while everyone else is talking. Uh, it's very take charge for her, but yeah, it's creepy as well. Back in 2021, and Jeff and Sean are done fucking. Jeff says he's going to take a quick shower, and he asks if she was just kidding about the rabbit, which she says, yeah, obviously. As he walks away, Jeff gets a message on his phone from someone named Bianca asking to meet up at the usual spot, pretty much confirming that he is cheating on Shauna. Back in 1996, everyone is asleep around the fire except for Misty, and she gets up to go and pee. As she is about to, Van and Laura walk by, and Van says that they would be completely fucked if Misty wasn't there. Misty smiles and proceeds to take a leak. She then sees something glowing in the brush. And Misty finds the flight recorder and transponder. Back in 2021, Nat gets in her car and it won't start. And Misty pulls up right next to her. She says that she was getting coffee and saw her. Misty says she's got off today and tomorrow, so if... You know, she needs help with anything. She can help her. And Nat says she was going to go visit Travis. And Missy tells her she can 
Uh, she can drive her, but Nat agrees only if she is the one driving. Once Nat gets in the car, Misty hands her a cup of coffee, and Nat asks why she had two of them. So Misty plays it off as saying, I get two of everything, just so I have one to share. And they proceed to drive off. Now, Misty was being driven home by a stand because her car mysteriously wouldn't start. And now Nat's car mysteriously won't start, and of course Misty pulls up right at that moment. Yeah, she's she's got some plans going on. In 1996, having finally found some place where she is wanted and not noted, not ridiculed, Misty smashes the transponder to prevent them from getting rescued. And that is it for episode two. So I feel like um, there is the potential that it is known that she did that, that she she hurt their chances of getting rescued. But I think it's also possible that they don't know that, which will be real fun if they figure that out. I mean, we know that Nat calls her a crazy bitch, but that could be for any number of other reasons. We got uh, a few more people who we know the ultimate end result of. We know Travis is alive in 2021. Um, we know that Coach Martinez is not. Uh, we have we know that both the pilots and the flight attendant are all dead. Uh, there was a, a random girl that was dead uh, with a pretty gnarly uh, injury on the plane. We don't know if that was the same blonde girl that was out of her seat and walk around. I don't think so, because it didn't seem like she would have had time to get back to her seat. So we don't know the status of her. Um, and of course, we still have the other people we don't know about. Laura, Vanessa, uh, Ben, Javi, uh, Jackie, as always. Uh, Lottie, Akila, Amari. None of those we know if they're alive or dead. Um, I would assume that at least one or two of them are going to be in the future, but uh, yeah, we don't no idea so far. Another great episode. Uh, another episode that as soon as it ended, I wanted to watch another one, but of course we've got to wait until Sunday for episode three. So with that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end this one, and I will be back again next week, hopefully Monday, uh, with episode three, of Yellow Jackets. So until then, bye-bye.